Welcome to Perspectives with Catherine Toon, and I have a guest who's near and dear to my heart, Henry Harris, who, uh, wow, we've gotten to know each other long distance, and then you came out and visited, and yep. uh, it is fun. so often, uh, awesome. We have been journeying quite a while, and uh, for those of you who don't know Henry, I'm, I'm going to read a little bit about his bio, but we're going to talk about this new book that you have launching. That's so exciting. Welcome. Yeah, I'm excited, and thank you for the opportunity to be here. Yeah, well, that's great. It is absolutely my pleasure. So here's the official bio, so you guys can have sort of the a little bit about Henry, and then we're going to talk about the book. This is going to be great. So uh, Henry Harris has served in the healthcare field since 2006. Bless you, brother. That thank is you. not easy. But <laughs> Especially COVID, right now in a pandemic. Oh, my goodness. We won't go there, but this is a big deal. So thank you. Henry is the host of the Brother Henry and You show, which was established in 2009. The show's objective is to inspire and encourage people through different relevant subjects. Henry has had the honor of interviewing many notable guests from around the globe. His engaging and easy manner instantly make guests feel welcome and at home, I can testify. He has a passion for producing and writing and is very creative. Yeah. Uh, Right. Henry is also an author, motivational speaker, and humanitarian. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing on the piano, which has been doing, he's been doing since 2007, brings him much enjoyment. He was self-taught and never took lessons. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of his greatest treasures is his daughter. And she's oh, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so anyway, so Henry, welcome. And let me just flash your, your book up. It's unfortunately my screen is backwards. I'll probably have to figure out how to fix that. But this is what we got facing our wounds and it's in the right way on your screen. Good for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> so uh, I'm so excited about this book. This has kind of been a long time coming. So uh, so tell us what prompted you to write the book. Well, what motivated me to write the book is that, you know, I wanted to do a book that had a universal language. You know, Mm -hmm. pain is a universal language. Love is a universal language. Sadness, brokenness, it's stuff Mm -hmm. that we all can relate to because we've been there. Right. And um, but at the time, I didn't know what to call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew I had a book inside of me. And I'm not one of those people that start on a project or do something or or follow the popular trend where everybody else is writing a book, so let me right. do it. Right. I mean, if, if that was the case, I would have had a book or several books written a long time ago. Right. But I wanted to do something that was different, something that maybe people have never heard about. And uh, and I thought I said I'm going to name it uh, "Facing Our Wounds." The the title can be a little triggering because uh, that's a very difficult thing to do because we've been programmed. In so many ways to just ignore and bury it and hide it. And as mm-hmm. I said earlier, you know, what we bury never heal. Yes. Um, William Paul Young says the unexposed is the unhealed. And I love that quote. Yeah. And it, it was so fitting when I put that in my book because it mm-hmm. is so true that that which we hide, uh, never heals. Mm-hmm. But the only way we can heal is that we have to acknowledge it and we have to face it. Um, so that's pretty much how the book 
um, came about. Right. Wow. That's amazing. And I know, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, knowing some of your, just your, your past journey and just knowing, you know, to write a book on wounds, you don't do this well. I pick a topic, any topic. Oh, this one's good. Let me dive in there. But there's experience behind it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that's one of the, the things I love about everything you do. It's really authentic and it's based on kind of your own journey and how you've navigated through things. Uh, I think that that's uh, that. And that's what makes it so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how you said experience because I feel like that's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people that's talking about a lot of things that they've never encountered or never been through. Right. You know, I mentioned uh, in the part of the book about a, uh, a guy that uh, goes uh, getting ready to go on an airplane. Mm-hmm. He looks at his assistant and says, you know, uh, how, how long has the pilot been flying? Oh, he's ex- the, uh, the assistant said, Oh, you got nothing to worry about. He's experienced. Uh, he's went to this school and got his degree. He knows what he's doing, but it's his first flight though. <laughs> so the, the guy, the guy says, well, I'm not discrediting or dismantling his experience. He may be good, but we need to get on another flight. Right. And, and, uh, his assistant said, why? He said, well, the reason why I want to get on another flight it has very little to do with his flying experience, but it has everything to do that I'm afraid that once he gets up in the air, he may not know how to navigate through a storm mm-hmm. or navigate through turbulence. Exactly. And that's what facing our wounds is. You know, mm-hmm. you want to connect with somebody. Um, who's been that, through some stuff. Yeah. That's been through <laughs> some turbulence and been through some, um, some bumpy roads and mm-hmm. well, that's divorce or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to connect with somebody that, um, that knows how to, um, relate to you in that capacity. Exactly. And that gives you hope because if we're talking about a theoretical thing that should work because you got good schooling, but you haven't been through it, you're not the person I want to talk to. When I'm yeah. in pain, I need, I need to look to someone who's saying, you know, tell me, <laughs> tell me there's a way to get past this because mm-hmm. if I'm going to face it, not stuff it, right? I, and, and let that pain come up. In order to heal it, I, I need to engage with someone who's like, yeah, no, I've been through pain. And you know what? I was able to navigate. You'll be able to navigate. Yeah. And not only just navigate, but also um, go from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times people that go through trauma, they have just I talk about mentality in my book a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. They have this mentality or mindset that it's going to always be like this and nothing will ever change. Right. This book kind of snaps you out of that mindset that, no, you don't have to stay there. I mean, you can move. Actually, yeah, you can actually be healed so <laughs> yeah, that yeah. it no longer hurts. So you can go back to that kind of memory. And it's like, I remember that happening, but you know what? I'm, I'm at peace. I'm good. Yeah. And so, yeah. you you're, you know, it's, it's interesting because the more we bury, we expend a lot of energy keeping things buried or trying to deal with a stupid fruit that our wounds bring up. You know, we, we yeah. respond triggered. Uh, but when you're de-triggered, you're just 
feeling good. And you have all this much more capacity to, um, to do other things, especially creative things. I find a lot of times in the, the, the times that I've really been shut down because of a wound, because of whatever that is, my creativity flies out the window. But when I actually, uh, let that pain or shame or whatever the toxic feeling comes up and deal with it, now I'm not expect, I'm not expending that energy dealing with it or stuffing it, but now I have it for all the other joyful, fulfilling things or for other people, uh, in my life. Has, has that been something that you've experienced as well? Yeah, it has been something that I've experienced. People also need to know that, uh, it's okay to admit that you have a wound. It's okay to admit you have pain. Sometimes we feel like, You've probably heard people say, I'm the only one that's suffering. Right. You know, <laughs> I'm the only one that's went through a divorce. I'm the right. only one that's went through trauma. It's right. like, no, you're not really the only one. So I feel like that that's important, too, is um, admitting it. And that's chapter one in my book. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I started out with that chapter, because that's where it first started. Exactly. You know, it's okay. Don't let anyone shame you, because uh, even if you're triggered by something that you was traumatized in the past. This book graciously helps you to navigate through that in a non-judgmental way. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's still things in my life that triggers me. Sure. Some, and that doesn't mean being triggered by something doesn't always mean that you're not healed from it. But it could be an indicator that you're not. Mm-hmm. But even if you're not healed fully from something, mm-hmm. that's okay. At least you're starting the path. So I feel like you should give yourself some credit. Exactly. And not beat yourself up or uh, there's nothing wrong with being optimistic. But at the same time, give yourself some creator. At least you acknowledge it. That's the start. That's where it starts before you get to the finish line. Absolutely. That's a brave and beautiful thing uh, to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously you can't address something you're not acknowledging is a thing. I mean, that's, that's huge. So it does kind of be like, I actually have a problem and it's okay. I'm going to give myself grace, you know, and I think a lot of times in the church, we've kind of learned that, well, if I'm really in faith, I shouldn't have a problem. It's like, that is the human journey. (laughs) It's it's unrealistic too. It's not realistic to, to go around with the mindset that, you know, even Jesus himself said in this world, you will have trials. But he said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Absolutely. So if Jesus himself can acknowledge that we're going to have trauma and pain and misery. Right. Um, and like you said, it's a part of the human experience. We all go, mm-hmm. we are all going, it's not good news what I'm about to say, but we will all eventually go through something. Uh, we will all face something. Uh, and one thing about pain and trauma, many of us didn't ask for it. Right. It's really true. And, and that's true. I mean, you get sideswiped, you get broadsided. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff happens. And, you know, but even though if you're victimized with it, you don't need to be a victim. But yeah. that needs to be healed. You know, and that's something that that you can do and you and and not to be alone in it. What what do you recommend? Say someone's, um, you know, uh, like, OK, wow, I really do have a problem here. <laughs> Or I'm really feeling this pain and like I'm admitting that, wow, I'm I'm hurt here. I'm shameful. I'm feeling shamed here. I'm shut down here. What, what do you, what's kind of the next step or how, how do you uh, recommend people start navigating? 
Well, I feel like, like I said, number one, <clears throat> you have to, um, I think it's two points to this, and it falls right into, I believe, chapter number two, I believe. But for number one, you have to acknowledge it. <clears throat> and number two, don't be in denial about it. Mm-hmm. I think denial makes things worse because that it, denial interferes with your ability to navigate through mm-hmm. the pain sure. and to start your pathway towards um, healing. So uh, <laughs> one thing about um, denial, and I love this analogy that I use, you know, Catherine, if you tell me your dog is black, mm-hmm. but I tell you that your dog is purple. It still doesn't change the truth that your dog is black. Does that make sense? Sure. Like the truth will never change. Yeah. Your trauma is there. Right. I mean, I oh, it never happened to me, and you know it happened to right. you. Right. You know you went through that pain, but you oh no, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So denial, I think, is the biggest stumbling block. Yeah. And and yeah. hindrance. And like I said, one thing I love about the truth is that. The truth will always stand. Yeah. And whether you deny it or not, in your mind, you're really just only fooling yourself. And I'm, I'm not speaking that in a critical way. I'm speaking from my own right. personal experience. It's right. so easy to lie because uh, and the only reason why people lie is to protect something. Right. It's a defense mechanism. It is. It it's is. It's to protect mechanism. something. But I've also learned that um that lying, uh, it hurts. Mm-hmm. When you lie, especially about your yourself mm-hmm. as a whole, that you're not going through trauma and pain, mm-hmm. but also also discover that it's also uh, hurtful. I do believe the truth liberates and all mm-hmm. those wonderful things, but in so many ways, as it relates to being authentic and real with people, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we're afraid to reveal the truth about ourselves because we're afraid of how someone may respond. Yeah. Or or react to right. like if I really told them the truth about myself, if I really told this person what I'm struggling mm-hmm. with, how will they respond? Will they still mm-hmm. love me? Will they view me differently? Mm-hmm. So this book kind of helps you. But we gotta get out of that denial mode of like pretending Absolutely. like it. And you know, only reason another reason why people are in denial is because it's, it's easier to just forget that it happened. Yeah. Except for you pay a long term, like it's easier in the short term, but you always pay a price in the long term. So if you're into like experience as little pain as possible, the fastest way is through. Yeah. (laughs) Right. The fastest way is through. When you were talking about earlier that, you know, we need to kind of admit to one another and there, we need to use wisdom here and really be led by the spirit inside, God's spirit inside, because not everybody is trustworthy. You know, this is not broadcasting social media in your problems. That that's, I'm, I, I'm I'm just going to say it. That's foolishness because not everybody can handle that. Not everybody's mature or not everybody um, is ready to hear. And honestly, not everybody needs to have that access to the vulnerable places, but you do need to share it with someone. So on one ditch you have, it's just me and Jesus, right? Well, that's God didn't, God created us to be interdependent. And on Mm -hmm. the other hand, we share it to everybody, but there's a middle about trustworthy people to share your vulnerabilities with. Do you want to share on that? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also mentioned in a book of a dear friend of mine, it has everything to do with what you just said. 
and uh, he took his uh, friend out to lunch. They're both pastors, by the way. Mm-hmm. And this also works in the secular world. So oh, it's yeah, not it's just, universal. It's not just all, yeah, it's universal. Yeah. So he took his pa- <clears throat> he took his friend out to lunch, and um, my friend, who's very vulnerable and open, and I'll go ahead and say his name. Uh, he gave me permission, uh, Pastor Sam Hinn. Nice. Um, that's uh, Benny Hinn's brother. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, and uh, I love him. He's so beautiful person. When I think of transparency, not only do I think of you, Catherine, I, he's like right there, like it's just so transparent. But yeah. he told me he took one of his friends out to lunch, and uh, he's which was a pastor. And he said, um, "I." My friend Sam told him, he said, I don't want to know how well your church service was. I don't want to know how much your offering was. I don't want to know about the pro. And not that he's saying those things are wrong, but he says, he said this to his friend. He says, tell me something that only you and God knows. Oh, and then, wow. the, then the tears started to flow oh. down his face. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, that opened up. I, I, I like using this phrase. Allowing someone into your world. Ah, it's be- the real world, not the fake the, world. The real, we're, yeah, the we're real presenting. world. Not, yeah, a lot of what <laughs> right. we do is, a lot of what we do, or what I used to do at one time is a facade. Yeah. That, and that's a defense but, me- mechanism to protect, yeah. right? We have to portray yeah. we're all together, we're okay, <laughs> but we're really yeah. not. We're hemorrhaging inside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I love that story because he started with the tears. Then he said, okay, this is what I'm struggling with. I'm wow. dealing with X, Y, and Z. And right. he just, and then not only that, my friend started to elaborate, this is what I'm struggling with. See, I, I mentioned that story because as it relates to authenticity and vulnerability, uh, you want to connect with somebody uh, that's just going to be real. And those who yeah. are real and authentic, they don't have to try to be. They just right. are. Right. It's just like as is. You're going to get... Right. Um, well, and the, and the beautiful thing is you, uh, it doesn't require energy to be who we are, except yeah. for maybe to overcome our own like defense <laughs> mechanisms, our own fear. Like if I show up mm-hmm. as me with my problems, am I going to be rejected? Am I going to be blah, 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 blah. Uh, and that's why it's important to be wise about who you do. So like a, a, a Sam Hinn, you know, like safe person. And I know oh, you have a chapter on safe, safe people. Right? I did. Do you, you want to elaborate on that? That chapter is creating a safe place mm-hmm. uh, for the wounded mm-hmm. and um, a safe haven. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the analogy that, like, when you're in your home, you know, you're in a that's your safe place where you're comfortable and whatnot. You don't got to worry about fear of anything happening. Mm-hmm. Not that things won't. But it's your safe place. That's where you go when you get off of work or when you get back from the store. I feel like in so many ways, people need that. Oh, yeah. Right now. <clears throat> we should be that home for the broken, yeah. and for those who are sad. And those, sometimes people just need someone to talk to about their pain. Mm-hmm. And, and that does it for them. But, um, but like you said earlier, as it relates to vulnerability, uh, these days, it's really hard to find someone to trust. Like, who do you really trust? And why do, why even take the risk? Mm-hmm. 
of trusting, especially a person that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like why take, I've said that to myself with some of the wounds I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. Why even take the risk? Like they may look at me and discuss, mm-hmm. you know, you, another time, another thing, people that's got a lot of wounds and baggage, yeah. sometimes their perception of people, it may not always be right, but it could be wrong too. Mm-hmm. So we may we have, project we may, onto people out of yeah. our wounds, right? We do. I talk mm-hmm. about that too mm-hmm. in uh, one of the chapters about am I bleeding on the wrong people? Ooh, yeah. In that chapter, I talk about projection, how mm-hmm. it works, and all that. And I've been in relationships like that, and mm-hmm. I've been a part of. I even mentioned this in my book. I have wounded people. Sure. Uh, in the past, I'm not proud of that. Right. But, um, but I have. So uh, I have I to think live. That's with to a that. person who hasn't wounded someone, even with your best yeah. intentions. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't always mean you've done it on purpose, but I think all of us yeah. can be a, abusive, maybe not on pur- purpose, but in some way mm-hmm. or capacity. So, Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Wow. Well, your book is, I, one of the things I really love about the book is that it is, it is power packed and deep, but it is not super uh, long and unwieldy. And yeah. was there a reason you kind of, uh, you know, didn't make it like a, you know, five volume, <laughs> thousand page manual, uh, you know, was, was there a reason for that? Well, there's a reason why I did that. Um, anytime a, this subject makes a lot of, let's just be honest, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, pain itself is a discomfort. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadness is a discomfort, you know, going through struggles in life is a discomfort mm-hmm. and you want to be there and then you want to, you know, get out of it. Right. So I say, if I wrote a book, I don't want to write a book no more than 75 to a hundred pages. Mm-hmm. And it's still a decent sized book, but like you said, it's not like a two or 300 Overwhelming. It's, yeah. I didn't want something that's going to overwhelm people because mm-hmm. they're already struggling. They just want something that's concise. Right. And some of this, I'm not going to say right to the point, even though I get to the point, but mm-hmm. I kind of like graciously work my way there mm-hmm. uh, in each chapter. So that's the reason why I didn't want a real big, thick book or thick. Yeah. Uh, well, when someone's audience. in pain, they need help. And you're well, kind yeah. of escorting them through the process, getting them to the point, but in a gracious way, and then helping them kind of, how, how do I get out? How do I heal? How do I navigate this? Yeah. And it's not always even about, you know, how big the book is. Sometimes it's about, like you said earlier, the, the power, right? the word, the words comes, this is based off what people have told me, the words come with substance. Mm-hmm. Right. And relatable. Well, so I think right. that's what people are looking for at the right. end of the day. No, I think it's brilliant because when you're in pain and you've got a big, thick book, um, good luck with that, right? That is just, yeah. you know, you're already exhausted. You're already taxed. Yeah. Um, and you don't need a, a five-volume set. You need something. What what can I grab a hold to really help me that I can actually do? And there's a lot of people that are not great readers or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. they're not going to stick with something. And particularly... You know, when you're in pain, you just don't have a lot of energy. You may have problems concentrating, um, all that kind of thing. You need something really accessible. So I think that's brilliant and such a God design um, to really help people where they're living right in their, 
their painful process. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, tell us more because you have so much in here. What else do you want? Oh, I looked at this chapter 10. Isn't this beautiful? The beauty of brokenness. Just flip right to it. (laughs) 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 Um, Tell us about the beauty of brokenness. You know, um, you mentioned earlier how a lot of people portray an image like they have their life together. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that they may, if they do, that's great. But most people that I know really don't. A lot of people I know. Really <laughs> I don't know anybody who's got it all together. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, but and this is the, why we need does, a savior. So it's a thing. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and what does that even really mean? I like know, somebody right? Somebody got right. their life all right. together. Like we're all going to have our share of problems and issues, but uh, there will be times in life where, and I've used this analogy in that chapter like taking a glass and breaking it mm-hmm. and that glass shattering different pieces. Right. And you look at that. That's a mess. That's ugly. There ain't no way that's going to, you, you, you throw it in the trash. There ain't no way that's going to come back together. Right. I think in so many ways, if you look at those pieces on the ground, you'll see tragedy, death, mm-hmm. uh, illness, sickness. Mm-hmm. You'll see all Shattered. those pieces on the ground, mm-hmm. insecurity, destruction, you know, yeah, all, mm-hmm. you see all those pieces, and you're like, there ain't no way the pieces of my life are coming back together. And on top of that, how how can you see something beautiful and something that's so broken? Right. And what this what that chapter does is it just helps and encourages people that the pieces of your life may be all over the place, and mm-hmm. you may you may have convinced yourself that there is no way my life is going to come back together. And I did that chapter last for a reason Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that chapter will help the pieces of your life uh, to come back together. But even in the broken pieces, you're still a beautiful person uh, regardless. And of course, uh, spiritually speaking, you know, the uh, the scripture talks about that, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. So it's amazing. gorgeous. We look yeah. just like the altogether lovely one. You yeah. can't help it. So your brokenness does not um, change that. It's kind of like no, the truth is truth, regardless of anything else. Yeah. And one of the truths is that you're beautiful and you're powerful and you're courageous, even if you're not tracking with it, even in the brokenness. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, I, I love that. I love that so much. Wow. Yay. So any <laughs> final thoughts, um, anything else that you want people to know about your book? Or about uh, you? I would say my final thoughts would probably be, I've had, um, people ask me about this. A lot of people love the title, but they love the subtitle too. looking into the mirror of my heart. It's beautiful. And um, when you look in the mirror, you don't see a reflection of anyone else. You see a reflection of yourself, your own struggles, your own pain. Mm-hmm. So as you read the book, it will, you can't help but to see yourself as you flip through the pages. Mm-hmm. But if you do see yourself, um, be patient with yourself. I, there's another chapter that talks about it takes time. Mm-hmm. Don't allow you. anybody to criticize you and ju- you're not healed yet. And that gets into another thing about forgiveness and the uh, uh, preparatory. We, we talk about all that in the book. Uh, it may seem like a small Power book. Power-packed there's book. <laughs> there's a whole lot of information in there. Yes. So don't let the size fool you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole lot of information that I believe I that will be I think it's perfect. It's amazing how much you jam-packed in there. Well, yeah, and that's all I had to give, too. Mm-hmm. I, 
I could have just kept going on and on, but mm-hmm. who will that really benefit? I felt like yeah. I said what I what I feel like God put on my heart. Yeah. And even the the picture on here, everything on front of the book, like that I wanted a picture beautiful. of someone that was looked like they was distraught and right. Um, get you it. know, so yeah. um, my friend Alice. Uh, Lisa Thompson, you probably know her, did a, I had a great team. You were a great help and advice. And I've had a lot of people who've helped. This is my first time. It's like new to me. Like, uh, my friend Lionel, I've been telling See? him for months and I probably even told you, I want to write a book. I want to write, I know, but I right? never did it. And he told me, he says, well, just start writing. Like he didn't, he wasn't even deep about it. He said, start writing. Right. And that's so, really true. Like it's on your heart. Just, Bring it out. And, you know, out of all your experience and all your wisdom, because you have navigated a lot of things, you've researched a lot of things, all of that's going to come out. And it's a gift to other people. This, this book is a gift, you know. And and not only that, um, I have a dear friend who's a clinical psycho, uh, psychotherapist, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she's also in the book. And, um, and she's read it and she's actually recommending my book to her trauma patients. So good. Uh, in her clinic. That's and a hard subset of people yeah. that are wounded because a trauma wound is a, is a really deep wound. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that made me feel honored. You know, out of mm-hmm. all the books out there, she says, I read your book and I think all my patients need to read it. Oh, that's so, so great. She's looking forward to the book, you know, um, She's already read it, but she was just going on and on about how much she enjoyed it. And I, so far, I've not gotten any type of um, bad reviews or, I mean, people seem to enjoy it. So I've had people ask me, is a volume two coming now? I was like, probably not. This is all I have to say. I think I crammed everything in the way I want it. Right. And uh, I don't think there's going to be a volume two, but I will. I am working on other projects. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. That's pretty much all I would like people to know about the book, that there is hope. Uh, you don't have to feel like you're alone uh, in the in your pain, mm-hmm. in your struggles. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, uh, while you may be in denial about it, while you may pretend like it doesn't exist, while you may even be in that phase of bearing it, just realize mm-hmm. that your healing only comes when you acknowledge the very thing that's hurting you. And facing our wounds will be a great tool uh, in your life that will help you um, to start that path towards uh, healing and rediscovering who you truly are. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Henry, um, so by the time that this goes live, uh, your book will be available. Where where can people pick up your book? Well, they, can, <laughs> they, can me- they can message me directly uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook mm-hmm. under uh, Henry Harris. Uh, it's on Amazon, uh, of course. Uh, people can go on there. I believe it's where you order yours from. Um, you go on Amazon. Um, I'll send Catherine the, I have a P.O. box now. Mm-hmm. I've had some people who wrote checks, mm-hmm. uh, to get their book. And, uh, so I, I would say those are probably the main three ways, but also keep in mind that many people have been asking for autographed copies too. And if you go, I had one situation where a lady ordered from Amazon. I didn't know that she did it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see your signature in there. I said, well, if you order it from Amazon, 
uh, it's not going to come right. with doesn't my doesn't come to Henry and then come to you. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you have to order directly through me. Right. And I'll, I got uh, several books here now. And I just write them and oh. mail them off. Love so um, I don't have no goal as far as how many people I'm trying to reach. It's Right now, it's really reaching a whole lot of people. Of course. I just want to help, you know, people because I know that this is something that a lot of people are dealing with, like church or unchurch or right. Christian or not non Christian. Right. Human like being. Every, yeah, everybody's dealing with some pain. So um, I think um, no one would be disappointed as they read Facing Up. But that's how they will go and order it. That's so great. And then if they want to connect with you personally, you're recommending your Facebook page. Yeah, I would say my Facebook page. The um, I also have my other page, the Brother Henry and Youth Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go in there and watch some uh, video archives of people I've interviewed. Um, and uh, my personal page, Henry Harris. Yeah, love that. Well, Henry, you know I love you. I think your book love is amazing. Everybody needs grab a copy, grab, you know, grab multiple copies and hand them out to people that are needing it. Uh, you know, I think this is such a hands on practical meet you right where you're at and really help you kind of book. And I love it. It's 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 beautiful. And I'm thrilled it's out there. And I'm always thrilled to connect with you, Henry. Well, thank you, too. It's been an honor to be with you. Yeah. Well, I love you. Everybody connect with Henry. Buy your copy. And everybody have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You, too. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit CatherineToon.com.